Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. And this is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. So welcome. Today's review is going to be Death on the Nile, directed by Kenneth Branagh. But before we get into the review, just a little housekeeping. Again, this is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. That includes Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. If you ever want to join the show while I'm recording live, uh, I am live now on the following platforms. The YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. The Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. The Twitter page is at Bend Your Ear Pod. And that is also the handle for Twitch as well. So you can uh, join live on any one of those platforms. I've actually just uh, dropped the link into the chat. Uh, So if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube or on Facebook, uh, please feel free to jump on. If you want to get in, it's open form regardless of what I'm doing. Uh, You just click on the uh, browser and I will let you in and then we'll have an open forum discussion. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at bendyourearpod, also on Instagram, which is the same handle. All right, let's get into the review. So I'm going to review uh, 2022 film Death on the Nile. Now, this film is, of course, an adaptation of uh, one of the many Agatha Christie mystery novels. I've never read Agatha Christie. Obviously, she's a famous writer. I know who she is. She's a you know uh, one of the preeminent mystery writers and and of course there's been many adaptations uh, of her stories and specifically of this character Hercule Poirot in this case played by Kenneth Branagh I know there's a film uh, that Sidney Lumet directed he directed Murder on the Orient Express uh, in the 70s uh, with uh, excuse me I think it was Peter I don't think it was Peter Houston I don't know who paid Poirot in those series excuse me my cough I'm sorry Uh, and um, this movie Death on the Nile is a sequel to Branagh's, I think, 2020 film or 2019 film, which was Murder on the Orient Express. So before I get into the review of this movie, uh, I watched Murder on the Orient Express uh, when it came out. Uh, I didn't review it for the podcast. I actually wasn't a big fan of the movie. Uh, You know, that had a very good cast. It was Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, of course, Branagh was in it as well. And I I found it slow, and uh, I just didn't love it. I wasn't a big fan of it. So I was pretty skeptical about this particular film. I'm a big fan of Kenneth Branagh fantastic actor um, you know very good director uh, obviously he directed the classic Henry V and uh, he's done some great movies on his own and I know he's uh, won an Oscar for his screenplay for the uh, for the critically acclaimed film Belfast which I probably will watch and review for the podcast on a later episode so going into this one uh, it was streaming on HBO Max so I'm like well let me check it out um, it has a pretty good cast and like I said I am a fan of Brano even though I wasn't a fan of the first film so this film uh, takes place, of course, uh, on the Nile, because it's called Death on the Nile, of course. But uh, let me get into the story a little bit. So the story, the movie opens actually with backstory on Perot's character. So it's set, you know, in World War, in this case, World War One, And you find out about his character, uh, about his ability to uh, deduce and come up and find the answers to things and solve mysteries. So that's all presented in kind of this this uh, this prologue to the film. And uh, you find out how he gets his long mustache. You kind of get some backstory, which is always cool. I always when I always see things like this, I always compare it to 
uh, the third Indiana Jones film, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where you get uh, all the backstory and all the things that made Indiana Jones, you know, him, his hat, his whip, his fear of snakes. It's all put in that opening scene where it's played by the great late Weaver Phoenix. So you get the opening of Death on the Nile with uh, the background of his character. And then it flash forwards to the present. And um, it's it's uh, you see a jazz club, a dance club where these people are dancing. And then you have uh, you have a couple dancing. You have Simon Doyle uh, dancing with his uh, fiance, uh, Jackie de Belfort. So Simon's played by Army Hammer and uh, Jacqueline's played by Emma McKee. So they're dancing it up, you know, sexy dancing, you know, Perot happens to be there. And in comes uh, Lenny Ridgway, who is a heiress, very rich, played by the great Gal Gadot from, you know, from uh, Wonder Woman, Fast and the Furious. And um, I think Red Notice on, um, on Netflix, if I remember. So she comes in, Simon dances with her, Jacqueline and, and Lynette are very good friends um, very close, you know, very happy. It's a great occasion. You know, Jacqueline's going to marry Simon. You know, they're very excited. Jacqueline actually tries to get, uh, Lynette to give her, a, to give her fiance a job because he needs a job. He needs to work. So she tries to get her to kind of help him out with her connections of, of course, being a wealthy woman. So that's the setup. And then flash again, there's, uh, you flash forward a little bit further in time. And then what ends up happening is that, Lynette and Simon have a spark that night and they end up getting engaged. So basically he dumps Jacqueline and ends up with Lynette. So they're, they get married and they decide to have a honeymoon on a trip through the Nile. Now, as this is going on, Jacqueline is basically stalking them and not so much threatening them, but harassing them and just basically being a bother. Obviously she's very upset uh, that uh, that uh, Simon went away with her best friend. So that's the basic setup for the film. So I have not read the Agatha Christie novel, and I'm sure people that have listened to this podcast or, or, or have, I'm sure some of you have read the novel, kind of know what happens if you're a fan of her work. So obviously, not to get into spoiler territory, so obviously there's going to be a murder, and Perot is asked to come and to solve it because that's basically the, the plot of all of these movies with his character, apparently. So, that's pretty much the plot. Someone is murdered. And like in the Agatha Christie stories that I'm aware of, and even like on Murder and Orient Express, um, and this is why I think her, her stories kind of stand the test of time, everyone is literally a suspect. So, of course, when I was watching this movie, it reminded me, even though I'm going backwards here, because really this this movie I'm about to name is is probably a, a tribute to Agatha Christie. It really is reminiscent of Knives Out, uh, which is uh, the film, of course, directed by Ryan Johnson, starring uh, Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Evans that plays Captain America. I just forgot his first name, but uh, that great cast: Lakeith Stanfield and um, Anna Diarmas, which was a great mystery, really fun, really entertaining. Uh, so I thought of Knives Out when I thought of this movie because it's basically the same premise. You have uh, someone that's murdered. Everyone involved in this person's life is a potential suspect and would have a motive to kill this person. And the detective systematically and methodically weeds out 
who did it and who didn't do it. And then, you know, obviously the climax is the reveal of who the killer or killers may be. So, so again, watching this movie was uh, reminiscent. Like I said, I kept thinking of Knives Out in a good way. And I think, like I said, Knives Out is probably a, uh, a tribute to those Agatha Christie novels and previous films uh, adapted by her work from her work. So what I really liked about this one, and I like this one much better than I like Murder on the Orient Express. First off, the cast is fantastic. Not that the cast in the first movie wasn't good, but the cast really here is great. Gal Gadot, who I'm a big fan of from Wonder Woman, she's just she's she's radiant. She, you know, she radiates the screen. She's just a presence there, and you can totally see why Simon would leave his his fiance for her. Like all of that makes sense, and she's great. And uh, and Emma McKee as Jacqueline is great. You have the great uh, Annette Benning who plays um, Euphernia, which is who's uh, a friend of Perot's, um colleague and friend and a painter she's great in a supporting role you also have russell brand playing a doctor that's on the ship as well who we find out as the movie goes along was in love with uh with lynette so you have these cast of characters uh jennifer saunders from absolutely fabulous is in the movie as well and it's just a great cast you actually have Letitia white who was uh uh, from Black Panther, who's great in here as well. So she is the uh, the the niece of a jazz musician that's uh, hired to play for the wedding and for the honeymoon. So again, very good, very well acted. And of course, leading the cast is Kenneth Branagh as Hercule Poirot. So he's great in the role. He was great in the role in the first movie. Uh, like I said, the performances were my issue with, with Murder on the Order Express. It's really the story. I just didn't think it, like I said, it, it dragged. But this movie zipped along at a really good pace. And this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of humor at the expense of Hercule Poirot's, you know, persnickety kind of. He, he plays him, and, and like I said, I don't know how how faithful it is to the store, to the books, but as a arrogant, I'm the smartest guy in the room. I know I'm the smartest guy in the room, and I know that. It, but he's self aware enough to know that it annoys people. So his performance is great. Uh, you know, obviously he directed the film as well. He does a great job directing it. Uh, I've heard, I've read some criticism regarding the the cgi so obviously they're going down the nile uh obviously they didn't shoot the movie in egypt it's a lot of studio sets a lot of cgi uh i didn't find it distracting because for me the fact that they were on the nile is actually not that important the the ship is basically the most of the action takes place on the ship that's going down the nile so it's all a lot of its interior there's a there's a scene where they come off the ship to see some of the sites but 90% of the film is on the boat. So it's really interiors. The set design is still really good on the boat. And the, the clothing and, and the cinematography, it evokes that era uh, of, of time when this is set. And uh, I didn't find it to be an issue. Like I said, the I think Branagh, and I'm sure it's because of the limitation of budget, obviously. Um, they, you know, they weren't going to shoot the movie in Egypt and shoot it on the Nile uh, for budgetary reasons. And I didn't find it that distracting. And like I said, I think he, with that limitation, I think he was smart that, you know, everything is pretty much interior shots. Most of the, the stuff takes place in sets that are on the boat. So that's where all the action is pretty much confined for the most part. Uh, so I don't, so for me, that wasn't an issue. Uh, so not a big deal at all. So if you get past that, I don't think it's a problem. But again, the fun in this movie is two things. The performances are great. And uh, obviously unraveling the mystery. So obviously I'm not going to give away who was killed and, and the, who the killer is. Uh, but what I do like about it is, and 
and you know this is you know the script is great which is based on her novel but it is like all good mysteries and like i said i go back to knives out too everyone is really a suspect like everyone has a legitimate reason to maybe want the the, the person that's killed killed so it's great how they kind of work through it how he interviews all of these suspects uh to see who could have done it who didn't do it and it's clever how when you find out who the killer is uh when that reveal happens towards the end of the film it's it's well done and it's clever and the explanation to how they get there is really really well done so that's like i said that's that's probably a tribute to agatha christie's storytelling abilities her ability to craft a really good murder mystery which is obviously what her specialty was and uh, i enjoyed that so the movie was super enjoyable it was uh it was a fun uh movie to watch like i said i i I came into it with lower expectations because of my, you know, my moderate like of Murder on the Orient Express. Like I said, I was disappointed. So I was coming into this thinking, oh, it's gonna probably gonna be more of the same. And I was pleasantly surprised. I like this movie much better than Murder than on the Orient Express. So I was pleasantly surprised. So I would definitely recommend the film uh, to watch it. Um, as far as did I have any issues with the movie? I don't. Th- I was trying to think. I don't think I really had any issues with the movie. Uh, I don't think the movie was too long. I didn't find any issues with any of the performances. I thought all the performances were good all the way around. Uh, so, uh, like I said, I enjoyed Death on the Nile. I thought it was. I thought it was good. And um, again, the cast is great, led by Branagh, Gal Gadot, um, Emma McKay, uh, Annette Bening. Of course, like I said, I'll, I'll give special uh, shout out to Annette Bening. She's a phenomenal actress has been a phenomenal actress forever and she's good in this role here just uh just excellent she's excellent in the role so she's uh she's a standout to me in the film so i am going to give death on the nile um i'm actually i actually was torn on this one uh, i've been on kind of a three and a half van gogh kick lately and i thought i was going to give this one three and a half van goes but after talking about it now again on the show and really thinking about my enjoyment of the movie, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it four, fang, four Van Goghs, actually. Uh, so on that scale, that means it's a movie I would watch again and I would recommend. Uh, like I said, it's is it is it the best murder mystery movie of all time? No, probably not. But it's a solid one. The performances are really good. The mystery, if you haven't read the book and don't know the story, it's really good. It really, uh, it really keeps you wondering and guessing who did it. And then when the reveal happens, you're like, wow. So it was it was well done. And like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I really thought I was going to go into this going, oh, this is just as disappointing as, as, as Murder on the Orient Express. So like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. So I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Death on the Nile, directed by Kenneth Branagh. I'm going to give it four Van Goghs out of five. So definitely check it out. It's streaming now on HBO Max. So you can watch it there if you have that. And of course, you can rent it anywhere on VOD uh, if you choose to do so. So again... Uh, This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. I discuss and review movies new and old. If you follow the show on uh, social media, thank you for that. Uh, I would ask uh, if you're a fan of the show, if you can do two things for me. One, if you listen to this show on a podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to this show, especially if you listen on your phone, if you can rate and review the podcast, hopefully you give it five stars. The reason that that is super important is because an independent podcaster like myself, the only way to get word of mouth is two ways. This one way is the ratings and reviews. So the more ratings and reviews any particular show has on a particular platform, when someone is seeking out a new movie podcast, a show with a lot of ratings and reviews will get moved up 
in the search results. So hopefully people will find the show and uh, check it out. So if you could do that, that'd be great. The second thing I'd ask you to do, if you follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and specifically Twitter, uh, that's where I have the most followers now and where I do most of my interaction. And I'm on Instagram as well, so I'm not dis- discouraging, but definitely on Twitter. I always post when new episodes are out. If you can share those, retweet those, like those, that would be great. Uh, that's another way I can increase the reach of the show. Uh, like I say every week on the show, I love talking movies. Movies is my passion. It's been my passion since I was a young kid, and I enjoy doing it, and I would do this if one person listened or a million, but I'm trying to grow the show, so any help you can give me would be fantastic. If you have any suggestions about movies for me to review, thoughts about the show, anything like that, and uh, you don't do social media, you can email the show directly. The email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you want to download any episode, you can go to your podcasting app. The episodes are there. But if you don't use a podcasting app and would like to check out the podcast or find another way to get it, every single episode of this podcast is on the show's website. And I would encourage you to go to the website even if you do listen on a podcasting app. It's got all my social media links there. Uh, The video episodes are linked there as well, which will shoot you over to the YouTube channel. But uh, the website is LetMeBendYourEar.com. So add it as a favorite. Check out the website. I would encourage you to do that. Uh, that's the home for everything. All the shows are there. Every single show audio is there from episode one. And you can download it at your leisure. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you like to watch these on video, I'm trying to grow that subscriber base as well. So the, uh, uh, the podcast is on YouTube. So just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. And if you could like the Facebook page, Again, you can go to Facebook and search for Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast or the website is let me, or excuse me, facebook.com forward slash Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So if you do that, that'd be great as well. So again, my review of Death on the Nile directed by Kenneth Branagh is four Van Goghs out of five. So again, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a fun movie, good mystery, and great performances. So again, you're listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Like I said, new shows are available every Friday. So I uh, hope you uh, continue to listen. And if you are uh, a regular listener, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you're checking the show out, I hope you stick around and tell your friends about it. And again, I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Take care. We'll see you soon. <laughs>